welcome to Impact Stories. I'm Nick Kershaw, and in this episode, we are going to once more dive into the concept of power and what it takes for us to constantly deliver truly powerful events. Now, since beginning our format of short narratives around this organization of Impact Marathon, I've considered many times what the purpose for each show is. The podcasts that are on my list are usually interview-based or linked to current affairs. They are hosted by friends or from larger content houses. I very rarely stumble across a new, slightly smaller one. I always look for either friends or large content houses. So why is it worthwhile me investing this time into writing and telling each story and more importantly, why would you be looking to hit play and share 10 minutes or so engaging with these stories? The truth is, in the landscape of startups since we began in 2014-2015, we've witnessed meteoric rises and falls. Think of Bird's scooter revolution, Theranos's dramatic unravelling and WeWork's rollercoaster journey. I remember starting Impact Marathon and 80% of my meetings would be at people's WeWork offices in London and New York. Each time I was blown away by this business that came from nowhere to dominate our small business world. The free beer, the cool layout, the tour that every single person would proudly give you at their space. You felt like this was the only place you should be doing business. The only place you could be considered successful was if you were in these offices. These stories are perhaps emblematic of a tech-driven era. They speak of astronomical valuations, rapid expansions, but often an equally swift return to Earth. As I reflect on the journey of Impact Marathons, started in that exact same period of time, Bob has been starkly different. We never soared on the wings of enormous capital injections. We never shouted about a truly scalable model. Indeed, our model doesn't scale fast. We chose a steady climb anchoring ourselves in the bedrock of our values with a steadfast commitment to creating real, sustainable impact that lasted. How can we create an impact if we're just going to grow large, grow fast, and not last? There were moments, admittedly, when the spotlight on tech unicorns made our progress feel a bit overshadowed. A model of travel events too traditional for accelerators and incubators of the startup world that we wanted to be part of. Yet here we are. Still standing. Still running. One more step each time. One more step each time. So this podcast is more than just a chronicle of the races and the destinations it is here to share with you the power of resilience, of growing authentically and sustainably. It's, it's a narrative I share to inspire, to encourage, and to reinforce the belief 
that success isn't just measured in your valuation or your velocity of growth, but in the lasting impact and the strength of the community we build. As we unfold these stories, I invite you to reflect on your own journey, to find strength in that steadiness and to celebrate the milestones, no matter how modest they are. With the world of business being immensely challenging, with the world of social business being fraught with pitfalls, not to mention the unexpected challenges we face to pandemics, presidential elections, erupting volcanoes, earthquakes, regional wars, all throwing in constant curveballs, I wanted to use today to share the biggest single inspiration that has kept me going. And it's very simple. And you're welcome to consider it cliche. But it's the truth. It is the group of runners that come to every impact marathon. In the end, my own desire to do good and have an amazing impact in the world would not be satiated without the runners who choose to come. And actually, there would be better ways for me to fulfill a need to create positive change on a personal level. It's the quality of the people I've gotten to meet, the friendships I've made and I've seen made, the relationships that have started, including my own, through these impact marathons, are all part of the power of unity. The power of a group of strangers uniting around a common cause and sharing a deeply moving experience together. Since the very start, I've taken the time during race weeks to step back and gently listen in of the group in the evening, huddled around the fire, sharing a beer and connecting in such a beautiful way. Dreaming together, debating, supporting, caring, inspiring. It's addictive. That's the only way I can possibly describe it. It's addictive. And it pushes me on to hang on, to find a way to survive, to dream that one day impact can grow to what I know it can be. This podcast is about growing in the open, sharing more and hopefully inspiring you in whatever you need to hear today. That's it. Because our stories will one day be our memories of a life in which we gave our all. We tell these stories because they remind us of our shared passion, our struggles, our triumphs, and the unifying power of a common goal. It's through these narratives that we find the strength to persevere and the inspiration to push boundaries, all alongside the affirmation that what we're doing matters profoundly and powerfully. Standing at the finishing line in Nepal this past November, I was engulfed in a deeply emotional moment. The final few meters of this race route are all set on the playground of Batase School. This is our host school where we've been welcomed and supported and where we've made so many memories already. Beneath our feet lies a new water pipe. Dug over the past three days by our impact runners, alongside our partner Smart Pani. This pipeline 
now guarantees clean drinking water for the 200 children that come here each day. And that clean water can now be bottled up and taken home for each of their families to drink as well. The project has to be up there with my favourite impact projects of all time as we replicated this across 10 schools on the mountain. At the end of any project, I'll normally circle everyone up and share a moment where I get everyone to pause, to listen, to enjoy the silence, a moment of quiet. And I wasn't able to do that at the end of this project. We still had the race to come, but I was stood there with a circle around me and there was no silence. There was just the loud noise of children running around, playing, shouting, screaming at one another, and it was intense. So I didn't even try <laughs> to quiet the calm around us. Instead, I asked the group to listen to each shout, each scream, each squeal of delight. Every single one of those noises now represents a life changed by this week and this event. And the final meters of their marathon would be run over a finishing line with a hidden meaning only we would know. A hidden power. That pipeline sitting just below the surface. But it had taken three days of sweat to dig in. Each finisher was coming down that chute surrounded by a group of people who truly loved that human. United as one group with a shared purpose for that one week and the tears flowed for most of us at some point. The tears flowed from the energy invested in physically, mentally and emotionally. The tears flowed for the knowledge of another person's story, of the demons they had overcome simply to be there, to be running. The tears flowed for the joy of a goal reached, a dream accomplished. And as I looked around at each runner cheering in the next finisher, I wanted to stop. I wanted to quit because I didn't think I could ever do an event this magical, this beautiful, this powerful ever again. It was the top. It was a moment I wanted everything to stop so that I would never have to stand in that valley of doubt. I had to climb up that mountain again. I didn't know if I could ever reach that height again. The unity of this group of humans, the way they talk to one another, the way they each finish a hug came from a place deep within each other. I couldn't imagine ever matching a moment of such deep emotional connection in my life. Yet, we were about to board a bus, crammed in, down that mountain road back to Kathmandu. I needed to take down the finishing line, throw it in my bag with some dirty clothes, deliver my final thank yous to everyone, gulp back a hard-earned glass of wine and sprint to the airport for a red-eye flight to Jordan via a few hours in Dubai airport. Another race, another group awaited. I didn't want it to feel like going to work and delivering an event Something so transactional doesn't fit the reason that we're still doing impact after all of this time. 
my heart was heavy with worries. Would this new group bond as powerfully as the last? Could my energy last? Could I give it all again? Could I stay alert to the level of professionalism required for the week ahead? Each group brings its unique dynamics. And as I flew towards Jordan, my mind was racing with the possibilities and the apprehensions. I was shattered, but at peace, ready, but terrified, all at once and all too deeply. I boarded the plane and was asleep before takeoff twice in a row on both flights. And I walked out of Queen Alia Airport in a man, a new man, gone with the down jackets, in with the t-shirts. Time to go all in again. The first day in Jordan was a kaleidoscope of introductions, as they always are. This group was starkly different. Diverse backgrounds, different motivations, varied levels of running experience. I found myself questioning how would these individuals, so different in so many ways, come together. This race had an added dimension. We had a group of 12 runners, all joining us from the Invictus Games Foundation. A group bonded in their joint experience of serving their militaries. A group bonded with the joint experience of the impact of those experiences on their minds and on their bodies. We also had a big group from the Cooper Running App, adding to their list of nations as they've run marathons in, loving the joy of competing with one another, great friends, and sharing another experience in Jordan. We had a beautiful group of returning impact runners now on their third and fourth races together. Insane. And some newbies on their first ever event with us. It was an interesting mix. I had gone through Instagram seeing their stories, last minute packing nightmares, changing flights, and noted a few character styles. I revisited the rooming list one more time before they all arrived and made some changes. And so I began to realize the connections that we could make between the groups to break down and not become too much of a, uh, a set of cliques. To unite everybody was possible with a few of the characters that I thought were coming. This level of detail is crucial. It's often missed, but crucial to providing support to each person, to encouraging them to be themselves fully with the group. And on this occasion, those gut feelings I had were spot on. They were perfect. The first day or two can be slow to build connections. That's not unusual. In Nepal, just a week earlier, we hadn't seen that. The energy had been instantaneous, powerful, amazing, intense from the first moment onwards, but not here. Here felt different. I felt different. Was I just tired? I kept forgetting words, slurring the odd one. My head was banging painful. I wasn't sleeping. Was I scared? Was I overawed by the challenge? We had a bigger film crew here. Was that impacting the energy? I couldn't put my finger on it, but something wasn't clicking how I wanted it to. Not with a group, and not inside myself. We headed off to visit the Invictus Games team there in Amman. And in a room crammed full of our runners, cameras, the Jordanian teams, and all their support networks, something remarkable started to happen. One by one, we went around the room sharing our stories why we were there that day. At first, I was taken aback. There was a lot of people. My logistics brain didn't like that. 
I was thinking, Crumps, this is going to put us a long way behind schedule. Yet, I could see each runner listening deeper and deeper as the introductions progressed. I could see a real interest in the power of each story. And that was regardless of whether that person had previously been part of the Invictus Games or had been part of the Invictus Games community or had no experience of either. After the introduction, some food was handing out lovely food. And those changes I had spotted played out all over. Everyone was opening up one-to-one together. Each pocket of runners sharing and asking more questions for each other. Something was different. Something felt damn beautiful. That night, it became clear that my concern for the group not bonding were concern I'd had for 22 times in a, in a row. Just, yes, exactly the amount of times we've had in pet races were unfounded. And also, that I had suffered a concussion from sprinting full speed into a bus door in Nepal just before catching my flight to Amman. Who knew you could be so badly impacted by a massive bang to the head? I will speed through the next few days. Suffice to say that both the group connections and my own concussion were making leaps forward by the time we got out into the nature or green in the desert, a project that was covered in the last episode. The visit to Petra that was scheduled for the Thursday surpassed all expectations, even the highest hopes of what such a visit could mean to us all. But that's a story for a future episode also. And as we stepped off our bus and onto the back of the pickup trucks that would take us deep into the Wadi Run Desert, entirely off-grid for the next three days, the group had now blossomed into one connected in ways the unity that I'd just seen in Nepal couldn't even match. This group was forged not in the remoteness of a far-flung village, outdoor showers, long walks to powerful projects. No. This group was forged in the safe space created by that first day at the Invictus Project, where admiration and respect was deeply felt. Neither group was better, worse, more unified, less unified, no. They were just entirely different life experiences shared together. And the power of unity was on display throughout. From the way our team always ensures we reach out to every person in their own way, to our considerations on rooming partners, to our choice of walking to restaurants rather than boarding buses every single time we leave a hotel, to the team quietly loading the bus each morning so the runners can have all their breakfast chatting away without the need to worry about such mundane things. Each little marginal focus point, when added together, makes for space for each impact runner to feel totally at peace, to be their true self, to leave their insecurities, worries, fears at the airport and just be accepted for being themselves. I fucking love it. Truly. The Jordan finishing line, when juxtaposed against the high up, altitude Nepali finish just seven days earlier could not have been more different. Yet, the same. Gone were so many tears, though there were a few for sure. In was laughter, a happy buzz of just 
truly content people, proud of one another, united in friendships forged for that one week, made up of a thousand stories that are now our memories of a time, a moment when we gave our all, when we felt at one with ourselves and where we, as a collective, simply loved being together. That's the essence of the power of unity. It's about coming together, not in spite of our differences, but with them. It's about the collective strength we find when we embrace each other's stories, struggles, and triumphs. This is the single biggest reason I've woken up each day for nine years, looking at the challenges that lay ahead. And I've never faltered in saying to myself quietly, calmly keep pushing one more step just one more step it'll be worth it Nick bringing people together connecting their stories is worth the effort for all the worries it is always worth the effort do join us in the next episode of Impact Stories as we continue to explore the powerful elements that drive us forward. Next up, I'll be sharing insight into how travel can be used and misused in the goal of creating truly powerful experiences. Until then, remember to share, like, and comment, leave a review wherever you are listening, and reach out to me if you have any ideas or feedback from today's episode.